Path a girl. Yes, okay. Do you have a spicy labia? A spicy labia? Like, did I rub hot sauce on it? Is your labia hot? Uh, my lab. Well, my labia is a little warm. My air conditioner is not working, but <laughs> that is why I ask because you have no uh, air conditioning. Yes, I why why are we starting the show like the Borat? <laughs> I th- was that Borat? I thought that was more Mario. Mario Rat. Somewhere Mar Mar Rat. Jesus Mar-rat. Christ. Mar-rat. Your your pussy sweating, my balls are sweating. It's a sweat uh. fest. Perverted Podcast, episode 386, Sweatfest 2023. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And because you are responsible for yourself, there won't be another fucking warning. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted Podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted Podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. <laughs> Hello. Ooh, that was kind of sexy. It's sexier when you pant. Just wanted you to know. Could you do that again? Oh my god, that literally just made me twinge in the bottom of my nutsack. Oh, I am. That's just, that's just icing on my cake for the fucking day. Thank you. Well, yeah, you twinged a nutsack today. It can't be the worst fucking day in history. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures, and believe me, they are adventures, of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, I don't have ducks, I don't have a row, I have squirrels, and they're at a rave, I'm Path Girl. I am Count Boogie. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I, oh boy. I, apparently it's hot, and you're in on the East Coast. And it's also very hot on the. I'm literally sitting in my car, my old beat up car that I live in, and uh, I'm the only one with air conditioner. And I just pray that it doesn't conk out. It's an old car, and I'm like, gotta record the show. It's too hot to yeah. just be outside. But your uh, your AC took a crap. Yeah, I came home this afternoon from work, and I was like, why is it like 75 in here? And I'm like, oh, I had the door open back and forth looking for my son to get off the school bus. No, my AC unit was frozen over yet again. Happens at least once a summer in this piece of shit apartment. So I put a maintenance request in at about 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's 10, 13, it's here, so six hours later. I have not heard a peep from these assholes. Oh, man. So, yes, I have all the lights off in my apartment except one, and I have all my fans going, and... It's a great day. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. You're like me. (laughs) What the fuck's wrong with you? But you have the humidity. Oh, yeah. The humidity is is bad. I mean, it's just, and I'm I'm lucky that it's not super, super hot. I mean, it must have gone out sometime this morning. But, like, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a bitch in here. So, thankfully, I'll be at work. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, here, the humidity's been down, but it was 103 yesterday. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but let's just say it's it's a, a bit warm to be in your car. Like you have to stay up till at least one in the morning just to be able to lie down and not die. It's like eighty degrees. Uh but yeah, this is the fun time. This is it. This is where I just say fifteen times a day, Iceland. I cannot tell you. I should be a fucking ambassador yes. for Iceland. As much as I talk about Reykjavik and Iceland 
and promote Iceland. Like everyone in the San Fernando Valley outside of Hollywood now knows about Iceland and that it is <laughs> superior to the shithole that is Los Angeles that I live in. Yeah. And uh, like like my friends out there at the library, you know, and he's like, ah, oh, these mosquitoes are killing me. I go, no mosquitoes in Iceland. None. None. And you know what, Boogie? When we were talking about Iceland last time, I looked this up and I actually like put it down because it's actually something I have on my computer now. The country, you know how like, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Every like place has got a motto. Their motto, and I'm going to butcher this, is is Betiaretis, but it loosely translates to, it'll all work out okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. If you're in fucking Iceland. Kidding. It'll all work out okay. <laughs> but not if you're in Path Girl's apartment or Count Boogie's car. But if you're car. in Iceland, it'd be nice. <laughs> I know they're like, they're going, sure, by all means, trade you. Yeah, you say yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. Say that now, they would die. They would die in a hundred degrees. Oh my Fucking gosh! Die. Yeah. But do you have any? I mean, besides your labia not being in the best uh, position right now, <laughs> did uh, you get some use of that vagina there this weekend? I got some use of the vagina this weekend. Uh, did not get a chance to do a, a scene. I would like haven't done a scene with Donis in a couple of weeks now, and I'm like screaming for one, please and thank mm. you. Um, but we had some nice girl sex where um, I'm trying to. He was holding my hands above my my head, like toward on the backboard, and like causing my hips to arch and just kind of hitting that G spot really hard to the point where like afterwards I was bleeding a little bit. I'm like, damn. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you, there's no blood. Spot, it dude. ain't good. Fucking. <laughs> or what did you used to say? If there ain't no blood, it ain't good. Anal. <laughs> if there ain't no blood, if there ain't a fissure, <laughs> if there ain't a fissure, oh. she's going to yeah, chop up I'm... bodies for the rest of her life, oh. by the way. Yay. I'm so happy. She just finished her forensic rotation. Oh, and she, she tells me all the autopsy stuff and and uh, oh this guy got shot in the head and this guy drowned and this you know this 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 and I'm like that's nice pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> it's just takes a certain type mm-hmm. it takes and we all have a working society I'm like all right cute songs you just go elbow deep into and she's like, oh, yeah, and the maggots and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Bath Girl said those jump. She's like, oh, yeah. fuck. She's like, fucking what? <laughs> yeah. They I'm like, yeah, watch out. Bodies. Yeah. yeah. Watch they out. They... <laughs> I mean, this they is... can't jump like six feet, but they can jump a good, you know, 12, 14 inches in the air. Because I remember, <laughs> I, yeah, I had a, a medical examiner when I was training that was leaning over a body that had maggots on it, and they were popping off his face shield. I'm like, oh. Done, done, oh done, my done. god, we just lost every listener. Yes. Including yes. well, you know, pervertpodcast at gmail.com. Do you love us talking about these types of things? <laughs> or does it offend you greatly? We want to know. <laughs> I uh I'm glad you got some dick and I'm glad that you yes. bled. And uh <laughs> I'm glad that it was a good orgasming for you. I'm, I'm basically gonna like grab Donis this this weekend or next time I see him and say I need to be beaten until my brain goes black, please. 
When PP listeners don't send questions, Boogie's butthole feels the tension. We must go to Reddit. Pinky posts and fucked up problems. Boogie gets our shit on Reddit. Unaware, we try to solve them. Reddit pass, girl. <laughs> yes, Boogie. The, the Reds have provided for us here on Mount Perverted Podcast. Yeah. I really like this. I love the newer Reddits that are just very honest. And I don't want to say innocent, like like in a degrading way, but uh, sometimes people they ask those newbie questions that I asked and you asked and we all ask when we're newbies. That once you get into the lifestyle a number of years and you've seen all of these different scenarios play out, it's so nice to be able to turn around and just say you're actually good. <laughs> And this is one of those those topics. So this guy comes in. They're early 20s or uh, mid. I don't actually doesn't even say how old he is. I'm assuming they're uh, whatever. They're new. What does it fucking matter? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Your sweaty labia to my sweaty nutsack. Can you pan for me again? <laughs> And yes, the top oh my, is out. <laughs> every one of those had a thrust going in you to push that pant oh, out. Jesus Christ. Every one of them. I no. told you I'm lonely. I'm kind of lonely. Okay. Whatever. I don't care. You don't have to. That's what sexual harassment is, Path Girl. You can't you can't always be turned on by it. It doesn't make it fun. Jesus Christ. Don't you know we're being an example in perverted podcast? So anyway, however old this guy is, who gives a shit? He uh yeah. It's hot. I'm sorry, kids. So this guy has been dating this woman for years because they say me and my girl have been into light BDSM for years. We've even done a little bit of CNC, um, consensual non-consent. And it's always kind of in a light way. They said and only in the bedroom. And so they've been doing this light play for years. And they he said about two months ago, we've been talking because we talk a lot. And uh, we decided that we're actually kinkier than we thought. Right. We're bigger perverts and that we have a lot more taste. And the more they keep talking, the more they're like, oh, yeah, let's try this. And then we can do this. And this is great. So they just decided after years of doing it kind of light, let's kick this shit up a notch. Let's kick it up a notch. What's that from? Futurama. All right. Take it up a notch. (laughs) Forget the chef's name. He had like five arms. Oh gosh, I can't remember. But uh, so they start doing more and more stuff, and they start just going down the rabbit hole. Right, loving it. They say they're communicating. They're they're negotiating with each other. All of these different things. And there's like five places in the post where he said we're communicating about a whole lot more. I'm able to be honest about what I want. And what I need instead of feeling bad and hiding. And and so they're communicating back and forth, going through it. She's getting all into it. She's like, she wants an eternity caller now. And then she puts it on when she gets home. And then it's like, it's building. They're going, they're like totally into this now. And so he's like, I have no clue how to turn this off. 
Yeah. Well, one like, of the other things there he was talking about is they started going heading further. They're going to a DS relationship instead of just doing casual yeah. king kind of yeah, like with the caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's they're getting really, really serious, and he's like all of a sudden like, whoa, where are we? Get you know they hear words like frenzy and things like that, and yeah. and he's like, hey, is this normal behavior or? You know, do we need to find a way to slow this down? Because, like, he's uh, afraid they're going crazy or something. Right. So I'll just – I wrote a long thing back, and I won't I won't read all of it. But I basically – because everyone was, like, giving all these different opinions, and I'm like, you're communicating, you're connected, you're enjoying the journey, and now you're – trying to sabotage that <laughs> what the fuck are you doing yeah yeah you're doing all the right things you're having exactly. a blast why are you sabotaging it thinking that somehow you're doing something bad or need to slow down go yeah i mean if you read the whole reddit post i mean like everybody throws around the words like sub frenzy dom frenzy whatever and it's just like he is basically every green flag we can give talking, checking in after scenes. And, you know, he did talk about like, ask, you know, she asked about a contract and, um, you know, punishment versus punishment and things like that. But the main thing, like you said, is every step of the way, even if you're taking it outside the bedroom, you're going outside your comfort zone. He see, they seem like they're checking in with each other constantly. And that's the awesome thing because I didn't hear anything about, yeah, I checked in with my girl and she was upset about or she regretted or I didn't hear anything like that. All I basically heard was if they're both stretching outside of their comfort zone and that can make it scary. But that's also the fun fucking part because no one else does it but the gangsters, you know? Now, and that's all. It, it's a normal feeling. First off, the yes. fact that he has that feeling like, hey, are we going too crazy? Because we hear all these terms, sub frenzy, top frenzy, a frenzy, frenzy, frenzy. I think it's very healthy to ask this question. Wait a minute. Are we having too much fun here? Are we supposed to not be doing this? Is this going to go somehow bad? That's a that's an okay voice to have. But yeah. frenzy usually indicates kind of a negative where you are going and playing with a lot of people. Maybe you're not because you're so eager about the play and the experience of the play that you're maybe not negotiating as much as you should. Maybe you're not vetting people as much as you should. There's a lot more uh, negative behaviors that are ex that are associated in frenzy. You're doing things that might be actually dangerous for you. Exactly. Yeah. But this is a couple that's been together for years. They're negotiating these things at every step. That's not really frenzy. If it was no. a point to where you were becoming like there was some unmanageable stuff now going on that you're so obsessed with your play and your new DS and all of these things that you're, you know, neglecting other responsibilities in the relationship or you're taking big risks socially where you're, you know, you're doing all sorts of uh, protocols in public and it's pissing off your family or you know those or maybe it's making it awkward with kids or you know like if you have kids in the house and all of a sudden you're like mom's yeah. coming out and cuffs and collars and stuff like that like yeah now you're getting into 
where you have to say, hey, whoa, let's reevaluate this bigger picture. But none of that is being described in this post. No, I don't hear any regret. And it's just when the times that I've seen people, and it's, it's only been a few, frenzy, they literally have no regard for their own safety or the person they're playing with safety. Right. And, I, and it's just the, the fact that he's stopping and saying, is this okay? That there's the care for the safety. There's the, there's the, the red flag that, you know, Hey, you might want to check this out. A perfect example of like, just checking yourself and checking with your partner. Is this okay? Yeah, this is okay. Cool. Let's keep going. No, it's, it's perfect example of, 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 of all of that, where it's just basically like, I mean, I can understand some people like when he was talking about like contracts and getting her an attorney collar. I was someone who, you know, as far as a collar was concerned, my first time I got collared after three months. Whoa, that was way too quick. Right. So I, I went ahead. That was the only part of our relationship that kind of like I was like, I want to collar, I want to collar, I want to collar because I want to be owned. And it's, I want to be his property and blah, blah, blah. I'm with Donna's almost a year and a half. We haven't even talked to collar. Um, but I can understand as long as you have that healthy apprehension, that's going to be your safety check. That's going to be your gut check. But just because you're nervous about something doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I agree. And it's okay to look at where does this negative voice come? Because we all have our negative programming yes. and our guilt. And oh. you shouldn't be going, you know, you're, you're, there's just all sorts of voices that we have that are programmed in our heads that, you know, let, and you're also kind of that sabotage thing where you're like going, yes. If it's this good now, it's obviously going to turn to poop at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now you're trying to control it. And that is the kiss of death. Exactly. You're trying to control it. And you can't control these things without feeling like, you know, you're going to now feel like oppressed and repressed. And you're going to start putting all these walls in front of yourself like, okay, well, let's let's try to manage this excitement and. It yeah. just never works, but it's okay that you have those feelings and it's okay that maybe you have some negative programming, but if you are doing all of these things and you're doing all of the positives, there's always a chance something can go bad. Yeah. There's always a chance that you're going to not communicate correctly on something. And that's the only thing. And, and I put it when I wrote to them, as long as you guys understand that there's going to be an ebb and flow in this relationship and sometimes you're going to be really excited and she's not going to be excited and then vice versa. You know, as long as you understand that there's an ebb and flow to this relationship and you respect each other's limits as far as when they when to push and when to pull and you communicate about that, then it's okay because there's going to be times in your relationship, especially if you do this for a number of years, where it's going to dip and then be kind of like, yeah, we're nah, nah, nah. and then you're going to maybe both get into some new, uh, what do you call it? Revival of your kink and then discover right. a new kink or a new aspect. And then you're all into it again and you're all excited about it. As long as you understand that that is how it goes in every relationship, those emotions are going to go up and down depending on how you work them, that that is okay. Yeah. And another thing, you know, obligatory as we're the kink educators here, sometimes it's really helpful to 
watch a kink education video, take a class, go to a local dungeon, talk to people about what you're doing. And sometimes even that little bit of reinforcement going, I do that too all the time on a Saturday night. You get around the people or you listen to a class or you do a class where it's like, there's other people saying, hi, this is okay. You know, sometimes that little bit of self-reassurance is just the, the thing you need just to keep going forward, where it's just like, okay, there's other people who are kind of nervous about this too, but they've done it and they've been, have, you know, great time. And like you said, understanding that you can prepare for the perfect scene and that first strike of a whip or that first hit with a flogger, you're going to hit just the wrong place and it's going to kill the scene. Shit's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. That's how you handle it and, you know, and how you get, how you step around from it. But, you know, that apprehension, that inner voice is all programmed inside of us. And that was part of us coming out of being kinky saying, no, that's not my normal. You know, my normal is the way I am. I don't have to be the world's normal. I want to be my normal and my normal is okay. Well said, well said a fantastic post. And a lot of people, once again, you know, on Reddit, you get some kind of, and then you get a lot of people that actually have some, some good supportive advice. And I think in, right. in general, the the advice was real good. The guy reached back to me and he said, hey, that was a good, because I said, don't sabotage it. Get in there and right. fucking live your life because we only have one. And uh, and he said, hey, man, that was a good reality check. And uh, yeah, we're doing good. And so uh, right. it's fucking win, dude. I love these. Yeah. I love these. I could fucking talk about these all day long. I love when couples are fucking talking. Yeah. I love it when they're like they're excited and but they're not ignoring the conversation because that's where the intimacy comes from. Yes. That is where the intimacy is bred because you're now learning each other and it has transferring credits right out of the bedroom and into the intimacy of your overall relationship. And it's so amazing to see couples, and, and we talk about this all the time on the show, that couples have come in that were like literally on the verge of divorce. And then they get into the lifestyle and all the communication that you need to do to play, they then started using about all the other stuff they weren't talking about in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, they found out what the root of all their the issues with each other were. And it doesn't mean it's a guarantee going to, you know, we're, it's not the fix of a bad relationship guarantee. No. But it is a fact that if you don't communicate in any type of relationship, you're going to have some pretty big struggles. And eventually yeah. that, that relationship is likely to end. But the more that you guys work together on these things, especially when you have a common goal and a common interest, man, do not hinder that. Live your fucking dream, dude. Every day that you guys wake up and you're excited to play with each other and explore each other and be intimate with each other. Fuck, dude. That is literally you are in the top 0.1% of humanity. Live the fucking dream. Don't sabotage it. Late night drunk, desert cactus fuckers, perverts love their CBT. Me 
maybe not the best idea. For the next five weeks, it's hard to pee. <laughs> C-c-c-c-c-creepy, that is you fucking creepy, yeah! Yo, I am freshly pooped, and I am on the air. That is, air? is it, well, <laughs> technically, it, it you need air if you've pooped, hopefully some sort of <laughs> ventilation. Thanks yeah. for sharing with the lovely Perverted Podcast audience. Yes, in fact, I did just call Uncle Creepy, and he's like, yeah, I can go on early, but I'm kind of in the bathroom. And yeah, I'm man, like, I did do my... Pre-podcast poop, man. Yeah, you, you have your uh, your moo poo, as we used to call it in the love lab. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. No. God damn it, Uncle Creepy. It is wonderful to hear from you, Perverted Podcast listeners from the past. know you very, very well. You haven't been on the show in a while for our new Perverted Podcast listeners. But uh, Yeah, it was Uncle- the vagina, the vagina uh, poetry slam. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a little while, but it's damn glad to have you back. Well, and you. boy, uh, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, let's get creepy on. Maybe we'll get something off Reddit or something, you know, so, so we can have something to talk to. And Creepy's like, well, I've done some stuff. Yeah. And uh, some- maybe maybe we could talk about that. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, don't tell me anything. Yeah. Do you want the first story or the second story? You want the. You look, let's start. With uh, going, going to Denver. Uh, from Denver. From Denver. To L.A. Right. So as many of your listeners may know or not know, I'm quite the fucking pervert. Um, That's why you I, are Uncle Creepy. Uncle Creepy, yeah. And um, I have a girl that I see out there, a lovely lady. Um, kinky, into it, doesn't really do the the lifestyle stuff she kind of does her own thing stays away from it um you know and, and i've seen her a couple times before i left um actually used to work with her but um nothing came of it because you know i was in some professional stuff. ethical yeah, professional yeah you're to... you of all people the most yeah. ethical person i've ever actually that's i've never we're being facetious you are actually fairly ethical that's why yeah. we will still communicate. But you are a creeper. Yeah, I I I love it. Okay. So to bring it bring this story to a fold, she's been talking a lot about CNC, um, the consensual you know, non-consent. Not, correct, not the um, factory metal manufacturing pr- uh, device. But sure. Uh, yeah. So I had spoken to her. Um, I said, "Hey, I'm coming into LA on uh, something unrelated. I'll have some free time. You want to meet up?" And she's like, "Yeah." what do you want to do? And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, the old slap and tickle. But I said, let's make it fun this time. Uh, I'm going to get you a, a hotel room. Uh, actually, I gave her the money to get a hotel room. Sure, sure. Um, and I said, basically, th- through negotiations, uh, I'm going to find you. I'm going to go into your room. You know, I'm going to trick you. And I'm putting up the air quotes. Uh into opening the door and then I'm going to do my thing and leave. And, uh, you, you know, I'd appreciate it if you didn't scream too loud, you right. know, cause, <laughs> cause, uh, you know, authorities don't tend to really care. Like, you know, they're, they're not role play. They're not role play oriented. Uh, yeah. your, uh, your neighbors and hotel securities are, yeah. are not. So you were going to force <laughs> your way into the room basically as an intruder. Yeah. 
as an intruder, right. So um, during the process, um, I was able to find out what room she was in. I was able to get up to the floor she was on. Um, I knocked on the door. I said, uh, hotel security, because that's what I do. Right. She said, she... <laughs> uh, and she opened the door. I forced my way in. I grabbed her, put her arm behind her back, threw her on the bed, locked the door behind me, uh, basically tore her, her pants down. She was wearing these pants. I didn't rip them, but I, you know, forcefully. Um, I got myself, you know, to the, to the point, and I fucked her um you know as you do as you do um i i did i finished i rolled her over onto her back i smacked her right in the mouth put my pants on and i left and that was it no dialogue uh well i mean i've said some things like you know shut your fucking mouth slut you know keep your you know fucking scream um that kind of a thing um, we had pre-planned the reds, the stops, all that good stuff. So all that stuff was pre-planned. So sure. Um, and I went back to my side of town, um, finished up my little reason for being in LA, um, second to this, and uh, yeah, she's been blowing me up ever since. Like Jesus Christ, this is the <laughs> best fucking thing that's ever happened to me. She's like. <laughs> She texts me. She's like, I masturbated like five times in a row because I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Wow. And, yeah. And, and it, it, you know, it, it was it was not a first for me in that sense of the word for the CNC, but um, that type of out there situation. You know, it was with, with that level of detail and getting the room and organizing and, you know, yeah. having the having the number and then, you know. You yeah, know, and do, you know, the and mind I'm, fuckery and exactly, and messing with her head, and you know, and and surprising her because she, I honestly think she didn't know that it was me at the door. I thought she just thought it was some kind of random occurrence thing. Oh and, wow! Um, so she didn't know when she just knew during this you're going to be at the hotel. Yeah, I said, and at some gonna, point, yeah, I said this during this day when you after you check in, you know, it wasn't. It was after like four o'clock in the evening. Um, right. So I had gotten there like an hour and a half after she checked in. So, um, you know, she, I guess she was unprepared or thinking I was coming later in the evening. But <laughs> right. No, I came when I wanted to. You're all afternoon <laughs> delight intruder style. Exactly. Yeah. And um, it was it was great. I love it. That's some good. So stuff, now man. you had no that was it. Like you hadn't seen this person in a long time. Yeah, and literally been, um, the only t- the only time you guys spent together on this trip was a, a, a consensual non consent play rape scene. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's no cuddle afterwards. You didn't go no. back and and have dinner or. No, she said when I smacked her in the mouth, she she almost came again. So you know, I was oh like, my yeah, God, yeah. that's. <sighs> I was riding it for a while. That's that's hero level, man. I, I loved it. I was happy. And the and and for our our newer listeners who haven't done a lot of CNC or haven't got into these types of role plays, if you listen to the things that he said, the there the consent part was taken <laughs> yeah. care of. Yeah. And that's when, what negotiations were and that's what's hot about the negotiation because how long before did you negotiate before you went into the room? 
uh we, we i'd well she first mentioned it back in july oh wow um, this so we have build up yeah so the last time i saw her was in the last time i saw her was in june actually um i I'd, I'd gone out to um la previous to this to go to a friend's wedding right. um she was busy with work um we had seen each other but we couldn't interact because of what she was doing right um so you know i said hey i'm sorry i missed out you know and she's like i know i was just so busy and her work requires her to be at like on her p's and q's so uh so before the scene however how long did you speak i mean obviously you had to set up getting her the room and and stuff like that yeah so uh i would say three or four days of like getting everything set up i said go here you know do this i'm going to do this uh, you know and i said you know uh, i'm gonna come in i'm going to you know manhandle you basically um she's a little petite right um but uh i said you know i gave her the i said if you wanted to stop um you say this word if you need me to leave you say this word um, okay perfect um to leave with spaghetti and meatballs right and and um i think red was just stop so right spaghetti and meatballs was like if it's overwhelming you you need to you need to calm i'm gonna i will leave i will go back down to the lobby and you text me or call me or whatever if this is just not for you you don't like it you don't want it and you know we'll talk about it from there she said no no no, i like this and she 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 went over the what she wanted from it and i said you know that's definitely perfectly fine for me um so now what is exciting about this the point i was making for our newer listeners is there was a few days before your last contact because, of course, sometimes when you're going over all the details about your role play where you're going to role play something that's really sketchy and and potentially scary and it's going to get a lot of excitement, you know, yeah. if you're doing it immediately following that, then, then of course, you got to build into that character. But with pre-negotiation, when you're doing it over a number of days... That gave you three days to just now build nothing but anticipation. You still oh, yeah. had you still had set into place. No matter what, if you are uncomfortable, you say these things. That's the end of the scene. Yeah, because and you both knew that you were able to then build into that anticipation and get into character. Yeah, and it also allowed her to say things like, uh, "Oh, she said, um, don't take off my bra." Um, she had actually mentioned that. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, um, don't wear anything too complicated. Right. Uh, cause you know, I, I'm getting up there, Boogie. Eh, I, I can't <laughs> like get them on demand. So, right, but luckily, right, right. you know, none of that happened. I, I was able, you know, I was, I was there, I was in the zone. Um, and yeah, I, I think, um, it, it also had, it, it allowed her to get a chance to kind of make sure that this is what she wanted. Like I, sure. I kept, like I say, you know, well, I had said, you know, even, even getting this hotel room, like, don't feel like you owe me anything. Like it doesn't, it's just, you know, it's not like right. you owe me this now because, <laughs> because I paid because for, you paid for room a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. And, and once again, those are the types of things that make somebody 
able to trust and relax what's going on in the situation. When you enter a situation and those those kind of pressures and guilts, if they're not addressed, they can then derail uh, what could be a very hot, aggressive scene and derail it into something that's very uncomfortable and overwhelming. You made her. You made her feel uh, that sense of power over herself, and that gave her the ability to then give up the power. Yeah, I, I yeah, exactly. I gave her the power to take it away. Right. So yeah, and that yeah. and that I think is from beginning to end, and of course that allowed her to just get into her character. And as a result, now she's masturbating constantly yeah, over... Exactly. I, I mean, you can't have really a more successful uh, play scene than that, you know? That, yeah, that. and it was... It, and I'll admit, Boogie, it was scary for me, too. Like, you know, I know, you know, how hotel security works. I sure. know what people could assume was happening... Right. Um, all it took was me not paying attention and housekeepers around the corner and I'm busting into somebody's room. Right. The police, you know, there's arrests because, you know, what police see and what actually happens is two different things. So Sure, sure. It, 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 it all worked out and I'm happy that it did. It and, did work out. And planning for it made it safe, sane, consensual. I think it's fantastic. And for those people, you know, a couple extra tips, because like you said, if the police come in, they're going to separate you two. First off, you're going to be handcuffed. They're going to separate you two. They're going to ask her what's going on. Hopefully she's going to be like, this is consensual. We do this. But once again, that could be just an abused person covering for their abusive partner. Yeah. So they're going to be sketchy about believing this. That's when I'm not saying this is a guarantee, but this is where people can maybe have something in text where you put some of that negotiation in the text. I'm going to, you know, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to come in. If you have a problem with it, say no. Oh, no, I'm very excited. This is going to be fun. Some of those texts that you can show the cops in case something happens and maybe that'll diffuse the situation. But uh, once again, It is a risk. I am tugging at my collar because it was all done through Snapchat, which oh, Jesus. The messages disappear after 24 hours. But yeah. I've known her for nine years. I right. trust her. I've had conversations with her outside of Snapchat and outside of kink and sex. And so, uh, you know, we I trusted her enough as much as she trusted me. And, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to get something I'm writing next time. <laughs> Jesus but that's, creepy. Yeah, but that's that's not it, Boogie. You had mentioned. No, Reddit you earlier. had. You had. Uh, apparently, you've just turned back into fucking creepy, the wild fucking cowboy pig man. Yeah. And, especially and emphasis you, on the pig man. You lived one of my, like, creepy f- fantasies. Yeah, um, and it's always been mine, a, yeah. Attended an actual glory hole. Yeah, I guess it would be a, would it be a glory hole gangbang? Would it be? Because I was not alone. Um, there were other holes in the... Okay, for our... No, our list, okay. Here, we're going to yeah. assume that there's people that may not be familiar with glory hole play. 
Um, well, when you're uh, a pervert, it's very a glory hole is basically you go into a club party, someplace like that, gas station, yeah. whatever, and you go into a stall and there's a hole in the wall and you stick your dick through the hole in the wall. And magically, there's somebody who you don't know and can't Mm-mm. see on the other side to suck your dick or let you fuck them. Yeah. And um, you went to a glory hole. I did. So in Denver, there are porn stores that cater to this situation. Um, right. And I've talked about it before um, with my partner, but it never came up. She's always fantasized about it, but never followed through. Um, through my you know, my nights working alone, I've searched the Reddit forums in Denver and have come across these two young ladies who <laughs> who work at a strip club not but two blocks down from my hotel convenient and um they were they've had um these glory hole uh gangbangs where they just they suck as many dicks as they possibly can they have some some preemptive rules like uh um you know no gross dicks no hairy stinky guys right right um she during the interview process with her boyfriend uh i exchanged my um information with my um current std and sti panels and stuff and how i'm clean and um he had shown me hers and the other girls uh she showed me hers um and they're like okay it's gonna be on this day um at this time um you're gonna have two minutes um because they film it they film it for their only sure 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 and so um i show up and there's probably 10 guys all, all around and i'm like oh fuck man uh, i'm gonna here we go it's just it's not gonna be what i want it's gonna be a bunch of dudes jerking off into an empty hall or something right right you know and i you know, all those Girl, things i'm are gonna like, feel stubble on my dick i know yeah, it i know like, it here comes the the freddie mercury mustache or something i don't know <laughs> which wouldn't ruin it but you know i expected something and i got something else you know it's like right, ordering yeah. it's like ordering a uh a jelly-filled donut, but getting a a mustache, you know, something like that. <laughs> right, getting a rough mustache on your yeah, rough mustache. <laughs> but yeah, know. um, so, <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of weird for me because I, I I've never done stuff with other dudes around, but you know, there's guys in there stroking it. There's there was dudes in there with dicks that were ten times the size of mine. Like, of I'm course, like, fuck, I'm not, I'm not getting. You know, she's gonna like, you know, whatever. So. It was a big step forward in my fears of, you know, being around. I, I mean, I'm not uncomfortable around men. I just don't like to include them in, you know, I fuck it. I'm with you. Yeah. But, you know, I went into the hall. Um, you know, I heard their voices. I stuck my dick in. They went to town. I maybe lasted a minute and a half. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Um, and they let me let me tell you something, Boogie. These ladies were givers. They had they... talent un- unfathomable by men's Unmatched. desires. Unmatched. They knew what. They... Like, I don't believe in magic or anything supernatural, but they sucked my soul out through my. Cock. They were succubuses. They were yeah. succubus sorcerers. Yeah, and, and they uh, wanted my semen for their magical spells, and I willingly gave it to them. You and know, goddamn generous of you. You're a gentleman. I am. And uh, I finished up. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I zipped up. Next guy came in. I'm out the out the door. I'm done. Gone. That's it. And that's it. And um, as it should be. Yeah, as it should be. And I, it was a, a checklist I've always wanted for years. And uh, that check has been marked. It's been paid. Has been yeah. filled out. Whatever. Handed in. Cashed at the bank. Cashed Squirted the- a mouth. And now your penis and load are internationally famous. That's true. I mean, I don't know how popular these these OnlyFans girls are, but they definitely filmed They're the entirety from- of it. They had a, they had the whole start to finish up. They though that video of your nut will yeah. go on in perpetuity probably for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah, I in internet God bless them. <laughs> It's not the first time my, you know, my loads have been on the internet, but you know, Hopefully not the last. Hopefully not the last. Now then, um, this is interesting for me because, of course, I have all of my weird hangups about actually going to a glory hole. Even though it is one of my go-tos in my porn and masturbation uh, fantasy fodder. Yeah, your algorithm shows these videos. My algorithm, I definitely go and I look for all sorts. And I know the reason for this. And I might have shared this on the show before. When I'm actually having sex all those millions of years ago when I used to do it a lot, um, my sex is about the, the performance and what I'm creating with my partner. And that's it. That's what I'm into. I'm into creating the orchestra with their body and bringing out all these things and being the top in the play and whatever. And it's all Mm. very performance focused. That's what I get off on. So when I'm, so when I masturbate, it's all greed. Yeah. It's the only thing that's actually about me where I, I, I find the filthiest, weirdest, you know, I don't care if it's BBW, grandma, whatever, because in my mind, it's my my fantasy and I don't have to reciprocate. Yeah. I mean, Which, so what what I hear you boiling down to is are you are you stating that masturbation is a selfish act? My masturbation is super selfish. Like there's things God. that I'm into that are like creepy and weird. And then I've had partners go, ooh, I want to watch that with you. And I feel like now I'm performing again. Yeah. Because now they're a part of my creepy fantasy, and now it's not my fantasy anymore. And it's like, yo, bitch, let me have this. I fucking make you come 800 times and do all these things and create these play scenes and stuff because I, I enjoy creating that with you. This is mine. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. And that's there's certain things that are maybe very selfish about it because it is. Yes. So the idea of a glory hole is super I mean in a sense you are empowering the person on the other side sucking. These women feel very powerful or men if if it's a male glory hole feel very powerful knowing that they have the power to get off 10 guys. The, oh, yeah. same as, and... the same as you and I would feel to get off a room full of girls. It's it's like you feel like a god. Yeah, so um, the total for that night was 34. 
Wow. They blew 34 dudes, 33 other dudes. So, so and that's, good for them. There's, yeah, there's a lot of there's a, a lot yeah. of power in that. And then, of course, the coming quick. That's what they want. They don't want. I mean, they have certain studs that come in that maybe they've pre-organized that they do a bunch of stuff with, and then they fuck the dick or let them fuck them in the ass for their video. But in general, what I've read in a lot of the groups is they're like, hey, don't try to hold out. They're here to suck a lot of dicks. They're here. They, it, it empowers yeah, like, them when you come because they're like, I made a man come in 90 seconds. And that's like a big thrill for them. And that's part of the thrill. So don't feel like if you go in and blow your load really quick, that that's a bad thing. That's actually, yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, what so they want. can get through yeah. uh, all the wieners and uh, and achieve their glorious goal. Yeah. So, uh, so, but yeah, I I just hate fluids. I get crazy hung up on fluids mm. because a lot of these, it's just like they still have the other dudes come all over their face and in their mouth. And now they're swishing my wiener around in it. And some, I'm just really hung up on that shit. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, and, and, and at one point, like Bunny and Mew and a couple of the other girls were like, yeah, let's set up one in the dungeon for you. And then you won't know which one of us is there. And I felt kind of stupid, but they really liked it because they knew I had this thing about glory holes. And I almost never come. I don't like coming. So for them, it was like a big thrill to think that they would be able to just have me use their face and not even know which one it was. But that never kind of never happened. But yeah, so and it's okay for me that I don't do it. Because I'm like, well, that's my little fantasy time. And I can go have a 80-year-old grandma that wants to pay her crack rent, you know, pull out her dentures and not give <laughs> a, a fuck about her. Uh, yeah. I know that's horrible, but it's okay to be selfish in your fantasies. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's that's the fear. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's your fantasy. And, and you make it as weird as you want and, and pray that you don't hate yourself when the post not clarity hits you and you're just like, what's, what is my life? What, <laughs> what is my life? What is my I, life? But I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, if I was not so uncomfortable with men and men fluid and just the energy yeah. of men, I would totally be, I'd be there every night. Yeah. And it, it, I think it, that side of it never hit me. Um, I didn't actually think about the tattoos before me, but now I am, you fucking bastard. Well, that's um, me. Buzzkill yeah. Boogie. It, it, no, the, it's not the buzzkill, because I knew everybody was checked beforehand, so right. I'm not too worried about that. And, um, you know, they, you know, being number 10, I think it was, yeah, I think it was 10, because there was 10 guys. Yeah, so I was number 11. So, but I didn't, you know, I, I was in a darkened stall. I could hear two women giggling on the other side and, you know, and my dick goes in, the mouths went on, my cum came out and I went gone. So that's amazing. It, yeah. So was this a paid thing? Did you have to pay at the beginning? No, or? no these really, that's, that's what I was really worried about. Cause you know, I've talked to you about the bullshit we've gotten at our hotel where they're like, Oh, we're going to have an orgy at this hotel, you know, send us 20 bucks and we'll tell you where it's at. And right, right, I was like, right. you know, and I, for a while, because uh, they've been doing this for 
well, since I've been following them at least two or three months, and they've done it several times, and the glory hole is two or three miles from my house, like right down the street. You go down. And the street, how often do they do it? Um, looks like every two weeks or so. Um, it all depends. Uh, so because sometimes I don't follow. You know, I don't. They don't come up on my Reddit scroll through, but sometimes I'm like, I'll see it. And they were like, hey, we're going to do it at this time. You need to message us by this time at this point or we won't consider you. You know, I, I went over their parameters and I was like, hey, I got that. You know, I don't have a scary dick. It's, wow. you know, it's not fucking 20 feet long, but it's not below it, what they wanted. So It was enough to do the job. And now yeah. every two weeks you can just show up. And I mean, I guess coach. so. <laughs> Who the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Think about it, that. You could retire on that. I, mm, man, never thought of it that way. So did it make your chick hot that you just went and got a blowjob? Yeah, I had talked to her about it. And, um, you know, she's she's not there with me, but she she does approve of what I do. She respects it. I talk about it, you know, because <laughs> of my <laughs> previous mistakes. <laughs> right. Uh, I go through everything. I make sure she's 100% comfortable with it before I even mention something to the other person that I want to do this. Um, right. I, I, I followed through with her. Um, I talked about it. We went over the you know, the fluid guidelines and everything about that. Um, you had mentioned banging them, which was an option. Um, and um, I had turned it down. Right, right. I, I didn't want that kind of uh, pressure on her right right um, especially with just being back from a vacation in which i had you know a play rape scene with a girl sure sure so, sure sure very considerate uh, of you by the way very yes <laughs> very forward well, thinking I, and consider you're a gentleman you're a, absolutely you're a, you're a noble I, I you're a noble gentleman as i'm coming on your face uh i had spoken to my partner too uh before i even you know went through the scenario and talked to her about it and everything because uh, I am spending money that is ours, you know, to do these things. And it was all very much a, uh, uh, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Is this cool? Do you even want me to discuss this with you? That kind of you know, right, right, right. conversation. So, But yeah, man, it, it's it's been wild. Um, I, I, I'm very happy. You know, I know previous to this, I talked about, you know, I haven't done any kinky stuff. And, uh, and now it's just... It's, God damn it, creepy! Making up for lost time. I would love right. to join you at some point. Maybe not at the. Glo- the Denver, I mean, man. come on, why not? Let's both go to the glory hole together. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we'll I, just I hold know. hands while our dicks are <laughs> off into the abyss of some hopefully female mouths. Yeah, and I'm like, is that a prickle to you? And you're all, it does feel a little prickly. And I'm it like, could be anything. It could so be anything. It could be anything. I mean, maybe they're wearing like a you know an itchy sweater. She could be... And she's upside down. Maybe she's upside down oh. with an itchy turtleneck on. Yeah. Maybe she's doing itchy, upside down turtleneck yoga, and that's it what is. I'm feeling on the top of my dick. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to believe, too. I'm just going to let it go. Well, Obviously, she's hot, and <laughs> she's uh, conscious about her uh, body temperature. Sure. It gets creepy cold in those glory holes, man. <laughs> creepy it was fantastic talking to you i'm so glad you're having some fun this was a lot of fun to go over your creepy goddamn exploits 
Yeah, man. And, I'm uh, hoping for a few more. Well, we can't <laughs> wait to hear about him, man. It was great talking to you. Yeah, buddy. Good talking to you guys. Uh, uh, uh. Can we just can we both pant together like we're having sex but without getting creepy? No. Why not? <laughs> can we just like or maybe like we're just masturbating next to each other like bros but we put up that sheet so we don't see each other? Oh, oh okay. I will pant but I will pull my earphones away from my ears so I don't have to hear you pant. I'll just like pant like we'll pant like five. You know times what? You know. I think you're literally <laughs> pant prejudice right now. And Against you, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I fine. I'll throw good, you a bro finger. I am no. Oh no, 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 no. You will not patronize me with fucking reverse bro finger. No, forget it. I will pant on my own. <laughs> okay, now you just sound. Yeah, I, I, there are words and no. Oh. I think there was a hairball that just came up. Oh. <laughs> Can we end the show now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <sighs> and that was sliming into the wall. The end of show 386. Thank you for joining us. I have no idea why you did. If you have any questions, comments, or you want us to pay for your therapy bill, please cover, uh, contact us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us at TikTok or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast, and on FetLife there is both a group and a page. You can support us for free by hitting the like and subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really helps other kinks to start find us and pushes us up on the uh, podcast algorithms and all that wonderful stuff. If you'd like to do a little bit more, you can go to Perverted. Uh, sorry, you can go to Patreon.com slash perverted podcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get the shows a few days early lots of behind the scenes stuff and our half peepee episodes which are always rolling along and as always love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world your support means the world to us thank you to all of our peepee zombie zams and zits I, uh, I had an email that we're not going to share on the on the air because they wanted to stay private about it but uh, another peepee zam that uh, has recently become a PP Zam, which is a zombie apocalypse master, which means that that individual has listened to 385 episodes. God help them. Perverted <laughs> podcast. I mean, that's literally two weeks. That's a straight two weeks of your life. It's, really? Is that, is that? I think it would be longer, but okay. A hundred. Well, maybe longer. A little bit long. Two and a half weeks, maybe, because it's 168 hours in a week. So two oh, wow. is okay. Yeah, okay. like 320. Yeah, okay. Fuck like four. Slept, like just. Yeah, wow. dude, just fucking score like a quarter ounce of fucking meth. Get oh, some God. aluminum foil and a pen cap and a you know pack of lighters and uh, you're gonna learn a lot. Of course, after after a day, you're going to be hallucinating, and you're no longer going to learn anything. But, man, are you going to make a lot of piles in your apartment. A lot of piles. Because that's what tweakers do, Path Girl. Tweakers make piles. They never put shit away. And they go, oh, shit. I have to. This, look at this thing. I have to fix this. I must pull everything out. And then they go, I don't have enough light to see fixing this. 
So I'm going to pull all of the light fixtures out of the wall so I can make better lighting. God. Tweakers never put shit away. But we're happy yeah. that you guys are here. And you please, no, don't, don't listen to our show on a meth binge. I don't know what subliminal shit we've said for 385 <laughs> episodes, and I don't want to be responsible for your actions. Especially about the maggots popping. They're like, dude, there's maggots on me. There's maggots Jesus. on me. Jesus. Ah, now we got them for sure. <laughs> See you guys next time for 387. I was once an astronaut, I spoke ten tongues in Babylon, I invented anal sex and apple pie. I climbed Mount Everest with no shoes, taught Aretha Franklin to sing the blues, discovered a cure for the clap, and found the golden goose. Someone's got to be the hero of the world, so I embellish a few facts to make the sale. Truth or a lie, just tell good stories till you die Because the world's a boring place without tall tales I was almost captured by a pygmy tribe Ten poison darts in my side A talking giraffe nursed my wounds and saved my life well, I practiced magic in the kingdom of elves Helped Bill Gates to acquire wealth And convinced Hitler it would probably be best if he killed himself You're welcome Someone's got to be the hero of the world So I embellish a few facts to make the sale Truth or a lie, just tell good stories till you die Because the world's a boring place without all tales I was on a spaceship I explored the galaxy Made friends with all the aliens But I just want you to know They never experimented on me they didn't. Right. Stop it. <laughs> what? What? You said we weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> I didn't say anything. So how's your asshole? I fought the devil down in hell. Once got swallowed by a whale. A wonderful way to travel except for the smell. I taught Cleopatra how to give a blowjob. Saved the earth from a meteor and invented the internet, which I sometimes regret. Someone's got to be the hero of the world, so I embellish a few facts to make the sale. Truth or a lie, just tell good stories till you die, because the world's a boring place without all tales. Tall tale.